0: what's up my pale paranormal piranhas on this episode of the war podcast season three episode one hi ghost joe will explain to you where the hell i've been for so long uh we'll read a story sent in by a listener talk ufo stuff talk ghost stuff edgegrave dave will review the menu we'll do some haunted ebay and much much more so let's go
1: do aliens exist and are they among us are weird creatures lurking in the darkness Do evil entities hide in the shadows of your bedroom while you sleep? Join us as we explore all this and more on the Warped Reality Podcast.
0: (laughs) Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ghost Joe, here to take you on a paranormal journey filled of spooky, strange, and unexplained phenomena told with a New York attitude. So for those of you that haven't listened to my show before, or that have listened to my show, rather, I owe the five of you a very good explanation of where I've been since freaking March. Um, I was abducted. What? No, 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 I wasn't. Actually, I had this crazy health condition called central serous retinopathy, which severely hinders your vision. Uh, It's brought on by stress, and the fact that I work 90 hours a week for the last two years, uh, that would definitely fall into the stress category, you know? So it took a while for my sight to come back fully, and I think I needed a break from everything anyway. On top of that, I've been focusing on trying to record some guitar scratch tracks of songs uh, my friends and I had written over freaking 20 years ago. So all that being said, I have a crappy show for you tonight. Wait, wait, hold on. I have an awesome show for you tonight. Uh, We'll check in with Edgegrave Dave on a horrible review, do some haunted eBay and talk some cool stuff. And um, hopefully the next episode will feature my buddy John Wright again. Uh, I know he loved doing the segment and uh, it's been so long. I I just, it's hard for me to ask people, that had put their blood, sweat, and tears into this for, you know, for me, basically. And for me to like kind of disappear and come back to it. Um, but I will ask John to, uh, continue with this segment. Cause I love the guy. He's extremely smart and, uh, he, he does great, great work. So, um, yeah. So let's talk first, let's talk some stuff about, uh, this news article published on Yonews.com. Uh This one was actually from May 17th, and it talked about an incident that occurred on March 24th, 1967, when a U.S. Air Force captain, Robert Salas, and his colleagues witnessed eight orange-colored lights over Malmstrom Base in Montana. Then, later on, he receives a call from the main guard on duty telling him about the strange lights. He said, well, what, like UFOs? The captain kind of dismissed it But five minutes later, the guard calls back screaming. He immediately thought they were under attack. And when he looked at the control room board, he noticed that the 10 nuclear missiles that were being held there suddenly became inoperable. The guards on duty were reportedly left frightened, screaming and babbling after the close encounter. A UFO investigation was launched, but after three years it was shut down and all involved were told to sign documents, swearing them to secrecy. So, with that being said, let's talk about the most recent thing that just happened. So, the UFO congressional hearing on July 26, 2023, was a big win for all of us UFO and alien enthusiasts. Uh, Now, yes... Many might say that the government is diverting our attention away from other things going on. And, of course, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. My friends over at Paranoia Radio Podcast can probably go into a lot more detail on what the U.S. government is trying to hide. So go check them out because they're awesome. And uh, I'll be getting back to my segment with them as well soon, too. Uh, I definitely don't dismiss that possibility. But on the other hand, for me, this whole UFO alien disclosure thing is quite exciting. Um this this hearing felt like something right out of the movie Independence Day. Three witnesses swore under oath about their experiences and observations. The most vocal, I guess you could say, was former intelligence officer David Brush. He claims that not only has he seen complete and incomplete alien spacecraft, but that he had also seen non-human crash victims as well. David Fraver, a, a former Navy commander, claimed to have seen a strange object in the sky while on a training mission in 2004, and retired Navy pilot Ryan Graves claimed to have seen UAPs off of the Atlantic coast every day for at least a couple of years. Now, these are decorated individuals who swore under oath at a congressional hearing, risking jail time and their safety, from what David Grush stated. He had also stated that his life and safety had been treated numerous times if he continues to speak out about his experiences. Um, in his closing remarks, Republican Congressman Glenn Grothman described the hearing as illuminating and said he believed legislation would follow. Uh, Grothman, the chair of the House Subcommittee on National Security the border and, and the Border and Foreign Affairs, said, obviously... I think several of us are going to look forward to getting some answers in a more confidential setting. I assume some legislation will come out of this. I'd really like to know my friend and fellow collaborate. Wait, what? I'd really, sorry. I'd really love to know my friend and fellow collaborators, John Wright's thoughts on all of this. I hope he could give that to me soon. By the way, you know what's weird, though, is that they changed the name of these things again you know, first it's UFOs, right? Unidentified flying objects. And then it's, um, um, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Now it's called unexplained, uh, anomalous phenomenon. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to keep calling them UFOs. You know, that's, that's come on guys. Let's why, why change it this many times? You know, cause they want it to sound like it's not A UFO that they're saying it could be anything, which, yeah, it can be. I mean, let's, 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 you know, let's be realistic here. It can be anything, but why are you changing the name of it? It's just, it just makes no sense to change the name. So let's talk some ghost stuff, shall we? So paranormal investigators, Lindsay and Lee Steer, claim to have captured footage of a floating girl who had drowned in a mini- in a mining disaster, uh, excuse me, almost 200 years ago. The sighting took place at Husker Pit near Silkstone, South Yorkshire on June 24th. But they had no idea that they had caught anything until reviewing the footage of a live stream that was sent to them, which may be one of the, they claim that it may be one of the 26 children who tragically drowned when a mine shaft flooded back in 1838. It's believed that the dead children were recovered from the accident site, washed and then clothed in white. And Lindsay says that why why the spirit is wearing a white dress. That's why she's saying that it was wearing a white dress. I'll put the link of the footage so you guys can decide for yourself. Uh, You know, I hope that's not true about the clothes, though. Like, it it makes me a little bit unnervy. Like, what, what if I died in the shower? I'd be a very embarrassed ghost. That's for sure. Anyway, on to the next thing. Let's talk some horrible reviews with my buddy Edgegrave Dave. Take it away, Edgegrave.
1: Horrible review. Edgegrave Dave. Dave.
0: Yes, Edgegrave.
1: What we have here is a perfectly prepared horrible review. In a very light, scary sauce, prepared in perfect portions, just for your pure fear and panic. So, are we ready? Yes, yes,
0: and great.
1: Yeah, I hope you brought your appetite, because we're discussing the menu, directed by Mark Mylod, starring Rafe, Fiennes, Voldemort, Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Howe. Janet McTeer, Hong Chau. And even TV's Who's the Boss, Judith Light. Uh, Angela. Of course, we can't forget John Leguizama. So, this movie that we will be discussing is 2022's The Menu, which at the time of this recording, I did see in theaters. Now, this movie is certainly one that certainly wet my appetite, as it's a little bit different from some of the other movies that I have seen recently. This movie has it all, but you will certainly leave hungry even if you're full, because man, the food that they show in this movie and all the ingredients is just awesome. I've never seen every chapter shown as a course before in a film with the ingredients. So here it is, spoiler alert, alright, so what we have here is a bunch of different individuals Uh, It almost has a setup like a mystery, if you will, where everybody is going to an island. And the sole purpose is for foodies, guys. They are going to an island of the Hawthorne Restaurant because there is a famous chef. And in order to get to this place, there have been people that have been waiting online for years. Uh, One person actually, it was revealed, has eaten there 11 times, and yo boy, you will see why they were lucky enough to get in. Now, in a very sort of Saw-type reasoning and purpose, but not with, of course, as much gore, uh, you have a cast of characters and a very sadistic chef here that literally all get theirs, and for different reasons. The twists and turns and how they reveal certain things and all the interwoven stories is just done brilliantly. And while it starts off as a mystery, it slowly unravels and reveals itself for the sole purpose. Guys, I just truly love how this movie was done because the meat and potatoes of this movie really starts to unravel itself with very sophisticated elegance actually that slowly starts to unravel itself. The main villain chef character, his words could literally cut butter like a knife. You have the movie star, you have the business people, you have the elderly couple, you have his mother, you have a crazy bunch of militant-type chefs that follow his every single word in the kitchen. And the main character, I mean, you have this goofy guy that's just a really big foodie. I mean, they all are, but this guy would literally do anything. He would almost be like a deer caught in headlights, but yet he still has food in his mouth. And... The main female character, she's not supposed to be there. And you're sure as hell going to find out why. And let's just call her a service girl. But man, the wit, the dialogue, the way that she sort of Outsmarts him without giving too much away is just great. It does have a brilliant climax. Uh, I think that the way that I'm going to call this layered horror. You know, when things do happen, it's done in a perfect way. I love the way that for every single meal that is prepared, and it was done by real chefs, by the way. I mean, cooking this food. I mean, you had some of the most famous, you know, best chefs in the world that helped work on this movie I really do do give them credit but I digress the way that each ingredient is even shown on the screen uh, that even goes into absurdity I think you'll really appreciate the nice detail that they have you know it's definitely dark it's got comedy elements there's action elements this movie is a very well-rounded film that does an excellent job at tying any loose ends in the story and I think it'll definitely hold your interest through it so even if you finish your popcorn like I did I think you're gonna find yourself wanting to bite into something right after this and sort of get you just dessert so from the appetizer main course all the way through dessert go and check out the menu I rate this one a four and a half, two and almost five graves, but I think that you will be leaving an empty plate, maybe even a few hours after viewing this movie, so go have a good meal, Ghost Joe.
0: Wow. Thank you so much for that delectable review, Edgegrave, and um, it really wet my appetite for some more horrible reviews, and I um uh uh eat cake i i i don't know i don't i don't have any more sorry anyway let's get on with this email that i had gotten um i had gotten this a while ago and i am so sorry to the person that that sent it uh as i stated earlier um you know went through a lot of stuff but you know now i'm back to it and uh you know i hope i could have you on the show so you could share some more stories with us uh, so this email comes from Adriana, and let me read it to you uh, from her words. I'm Adriana Gibb. I've been a paranormal investigator for over 10 years, and I have believed in the supernatural pretty much my whole life. I'm also shooting my own paranormal documentary, which is still a work in progress. I heard you were looking for ghost stories, and boy, do I have a good one. Last year, I won Nick Groff's giveaway for a one-on-one, all-expenses-paid trip to the Hinsdale House in Hinsdale, New York, which wasn't too far from me being in the same state. So after being in snowy Buffalo for a couple of days, my friend James, Dan Cleese, owner of Hinsdale, Nick, and myself met up for dinner and then traveled to the Hinsdale House. It snowed on our way there, but I was ready to ghost hunt regardless. We pulled up the ho- We pulled up to the house, and being clairvoyant, I felt this overwhelming energy surround me, pretty oppressed, and I felt my head hurt between the eyes, which happens when I often sense intense energy. I had to take a deep breath, visualize bringing in positive energy, then force it back out to make the oppressive energy back off. Thankfully, it worked, and we headed inside as we set up our equipment. I felt a male voice say to me, we know who you are, and knew this was going to be an active night. Nick and Dan showed us around, the, around while James and I took photos and videos throughout the house. At one point, I was shooting, I think it was Mary's room, where Nick got that, there's no heaven, EVP. I felt a strong, loud voice yell in my head, put down your camera, you little bitch, which freaked me out a bit. But I knew I wasn't alone, both in person and on the other side. I told Nick and the others, and they believed me. Eventually, we shot a part of our investigation on Facebook Live. Thanks to Nick and Dan, we got activity here and there. But the best stuff came from the GeoPort. My name came through a couple of times. Strange interference kept coming through. And phrases like, aliens outside and aliens are here. On the second floor, we heard a female voice say my name, then help us, heal us. I had mentioned to everyone that I was recently certified in Reiki, one, and if they needed it, I can use it to help them. I could intuitively feel someone sitting in the chair in front of me in the closet. We heard my eyes hurt, and I asked if you want me to use Reiki, and it said yeah. So I performed my Reiki healing. Nick asked if they could feel it the geosport said energy and as i finished we asked if it helped then came yes eventually nick mentioned i should lie down on a bed in mary's room so i did i felt something staring at me like i was like it was scare, scanning me he asked the Geoport if they knew where i was from it said new york we did occasionally hear disembodied sounds and even tried the only ghost hunting app i trust necrophonic a few phrases came through but energy wore down after a while after wrapped up investigation dan gave me a small nail from the house which i still have in my office inside a plastic vial wrapped in a blessed palm leaves i made sure to thank the spirits and made it clear not to follow us home and as far as i know nothing did I definitely want to go back ideally soon. I have plenty more of ghost stories. For instance, I recently went on a ghost hunt for Halloween at an old medical exhibit where I've been to many times. Inside one of the bedrooms, I felt funny in the throat, like it was swollen, though I was perfectly healthy. We later talked to a volunteer who knew the history of the museum, and boy, and a boy did die in that bedroom of a fever from unpasteurized milk. And one of the symptoms was swollen lymph nodes in the throat. Thanks for reading my story. And I would love to be, I would love and be glad to be a guest on your podcast. Looking forward to hearing from you, Adriana G. Thank you so much, Adriana, for this email. Uh, It's awesome. Um, And hey, you know, you're, you're in New York too, which is great. And uh, I will definitely be getting in touch with you. I hope the offer still stands. I know it's been a very, very, very long time. Um, but uh, you as a clairvoyant might know uh, that uh, I've been going through stuff. So who knows? But uh, if you guys want to hear more from Adriana, please hit me up. You know, you can email me at ghostjoeny at com And uh, let me know. And if you have any stories, do the same, please. You could either... Um, email me like she did with a text, or you could uh, email me an audio as well, a voicemail. So please do that, and I'd love to hear from you. All right, so now on to Haunted eBay. So the first item, and uh, I really like this item too, because, uh, you know, I've always wanted this, uh, this doll, I guess you would say, uh, when I was a kid. And uh, I never got it, dad. Anyway, um, this one is authentic. Well, maybe not this one, though. Uh, Authentic, demonic, possessed, Teddy Ruxpin. Satanic, haunted, dangerous. And it's going for $46. And the shipping is $10 from Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, it goes like this. Teddy bear is 12 inches tall, sits there slumped against the wall. At night, it unzips its furry skin and out jumps something tall and thin. Wow, they they, they wrote a poem about it. Huh. So th- this is the description now. So this bear creeps me out with those eyes so blue. The face is just blank and unsettling. It does talk like a normal rux pin when you squeeze. It's Paw, but the voice changes to a deep, unnerving voice and sometimes a gargly laugh at the end. Ruxpin has a tall, very slender dark figure that manifests itself when you least expect it. It sometimes stares down at you or will float to a corner in the ceiling and it has no feet. That's the demon getting out. It is it is a situation where you need to get away, but you feel frozen in fear. Demons are terribly dangerous if they get near to you. It can hurt you physically. It scratched my husband on the face, but also mentally in all sorts of harmful ways. So yeah, Ruxpin is cute in a way, but something I don't want around. My paranormal background is centered around my marriage. My husband is a psychic medium. It runs on his mother's side. We live in an almost century-old farmhouse that has, his great-grandfather built here in rural eastern North Carolina. We live a stone's throw from the battlefield where the last full-scale action of the Civil War in which a Confederate army was able to mount a tactical offense. This major battle, the largest ever fought in North Carolina, So, we are exposed to much paranormal activity on a daily basis. We have many ghostly apparitions that pass through our doors. We have been working together with mostly displaced spirits since we have been married 12 years ago. But my husband has been dealing with spirits all of his life. I have learned so much from him and still learning. Per eBay, I am not responsible for any paranormal experiences you may or may not have. This doll is for entertainment purposes only but I will let you be the judge of that. All right. So on to the next one is rusty old nail, which actually is kind of funny because it's about, you know, like a a nail right from like a building nail. And uh, our, our friend over there, Adrian had talked about having a nail as well. So uh, this gives a little, little bit of a, you know, a little bit of gumption, right? So this one is Rusty Old Nail, Cursed Bad Luck. And it's going $50. Actually, the starting bid is $50. And there's no bids on it. So if you'd like to get a nail for $50, go for it. Uh, A cursed one at that. Um, It's $11.75 for expedited shipping. And it's coming from San Antonio, Texas. So this one says, I've determined that my bad luck started when this nail came into my home. It was July of 2022. My husband went to Commerce, Georgia to work on an old house we had purchased for our daughter. The flooring had to be peeled back to shore up the old pier and beam foundation. He found this old nail under the house and brought it home to Texas with him as a curiosity item. I put it in my Curo cabinet along with other items I've collected over the years or things that came from my ancestors. Since that exact time, things in my life life, took a turn for the worst and have not recovered. My ability to influence others at work and the credibility and success that always came natural to me completely dissipated. I have experienced significant financial hardship from these changes. It took some time for me to begin to even consider a cursed item was part of my cause as my natural inclination was to take ownership and responsibility for the calamities I've experienced. Once I realized the timing of my bad luck coincided with this item, I thought about sending it back to the property in Georgia. That is when it occurred to me that the opposite was true for my daughter. The very exact same week that the nail came to Texas, her life in Georgia took a turn for the better. She was able to extricate herself from a physically and emotionally abusive relationship. Her problems started when I bought her the home and she and her boyfriend moved in. She described an increase in negative energy from her boyfriend after they moved into the home, but I never connected the dots until hardship came home to me. Since the nail came to Texas, my daughter has thrived, found another single mom as a roommate, reclaimed a job she loved, and traded anxiety for joy. This is my true story. I cannot make any warranty about the future performance of this nail, nor do I have any history about this nail. Before it came into my ownership and to a willing customer, I am willing to share the address in Georgia where this nail was found to the purchaser. There are no refunds. The purchaser assumes all of the risks that comes with this nail. Your purchase of this nail constitutes your acknowledgement of the risks and your understanding and willingness to accept those risks. So, wow. So that's pretty crazy that this nail had come to this lady. She had started getting really, really crazy bad luck. And it turns out that The nail had come from her daughter's house that was being built and, um, you know, that was in this house, in this old house and, you know, which her daughter had had very, very bad luck while this nail was in her house. Then when it came to, you know, the, the new owner's house, um, you know, the bad luck seemed to have switched. So that's, uh, that's pretty crazy if that's all true. Um, but yeah, if you want a $50 nail, Hey, go for it and of course i ghost show or the warped reality podcast accept no responsibility if you happen to purchase a bid in for any of these items and something does or does not happen paranormally or anything else otherwise so yeah so that's gonna do it for me guys thank you so much for tuning into the show Uh, i hope you enjoyed it and i hope i could get another one out to you in two weeks uh if not I will be coming back. Don't worry about it. Uh, Also, stay tuned for the Paranoia Radio Podcast. I will be doing my segments back on there as well again soon. And have a great time, I guess. Yeah. All right. Later, guys. Good night. Thank you for listening to the What Reality Podcast and thank you to all my guests and contributors that help make this show possible. For more episodes, guest info, social media links, merch and more, please check out whatrealitypodcast.com. If you have a paranormal experience you would like to share, questions, comments, or you would like to be a guest in the show, please leave me a voicemail at 845-600-0744 or you can email me at ghostshowny at gmail.com. You can do so anonymously if you'd like. Also, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a review on apple podcasts or wolfrealitypodcast.com have a great night everyone and don't forget to change your shorts